0: Alrighty, so, part two of PCs or consoles, at least for Spotify. If you're on YouTube, I'm sorry, I made you suffer through me saying part two. And I'm going to make you suffer through this. Welcome back, Spotify 2, number two. We're going to talk about PCs. If you just came from the first episode, we talked about consoles, some pros and cons of my main console, the PS4. talked about the history of consoles where they came from, what they are, that kind of fun stuff. I ended up giving the console a 8 out of 10 out of handhelds, PC, and consoles. So, we're back, and we're going to talk about PCs now. Which, this is where I get a little less familiar, we'll say. And the reason I get a little bit less familiar is because I just started getting into PCs this year at the start of this year that's when I first got my first PC so I'm a little bit new still to it but I absolutely love my PC okay so I don't know when I would guess the first kind of rollout I'll give it like two thousands is kind of like my estimation 2000s is probably when gaming PCs started kind of coming around. Oh yeah, of course it's 2000s. In fact, even a little bit later, like 1990s, because I do, like, that's when I say, that's when I would say gaming PCs were kind of like becoming a thing. Because back then, there was, I mean, there was PC, there's a lot of PC exclusives back then. Point-and-click adventures, um, things like StarCraft, stuff like that. Games that I've never played. I've seen. I've seen. i definitely seen. Uh, but I've never really played them. Uh, this is a weird video. I'm listening to music while I record this so I stay on track. And, of course, there's just this weird-ass video playing that's just catching. What is this song? What is this song? Naughty Boy la 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 featuring Sam Smith. YouTube, I did not sign up for this kind of music. I did not sign up for this kind of music. I'm sorry. So, you know, I've seen those games. I get I guess I do I can give a little history. I know this that PCs back in the day started out with floppy disk, right? Very ancient way of transporting data from one one end to another. Went from floppy disk games to uh, CD games, and then as, like, the Internet itself was starting to build and become a thing, that's when, like, Steam came around and whatnot. So that's kind of, like, the history of that. Obviously not as in-depth as the consoles, because I I don't know them that well, right? I don't know. I know, like... Like I said, StarCraft came out a long time ago. I think the game is called, like, Kingdoms, Rise of Kingdoms or something. And it's, like, a a top-down point-and-click RTS strategy, stuff like that. I feel like back in the day, PC was a lot more about RTS strategies and, like, more strategy games. That was kind of like the... That's what PC was. You know, you didn't buy a PC to play frickin'... Super Mario, you bought a PC to play StarCraft for eight hours a day just to do one turn, from what I understand. And that's that kind of makes sense, because a lot of the first PC friends that I met were kids that grew up around that time that are just a little bit older than me. But they have, like, 10,000 hours on games like those, right? And that's the games they love, like, absolutely stick to. So it makes sense. You know, that's just kind of how the PC's evolved. But, talking about my PC in the day, we'll kind of start with that. My PC, the specs, uh, it's nothing terribly impressive. I'm just going to pull them up here. I know I have a 1660 card. I believe it's a Ryzen, if I'm not mistaken. Or, sorry, not a Ryzen. A NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1660 A pretty decent card honestly it's kind of just above like a ps5 kind of around the same Uh, for the CPU I have an AMD Ryzen 5 2600 6-core processor I don't understand CPUs yet as much all I know is that like that's decent (laughs) I guess that that's decent you know it's something I've got space really doesn't matter for this conversation I'm just going to pull up the motherboard. If I remember how to pull up my motherboard. About. uh, Six core. Oh I got 32 gigs of RAM. Isn't that nice. Okay well motherboard doesn't. A top of the line motherboard. For like a 1660. For some of those. For some of these people that will make sense. For most of them that won't. So. That's kind of the specs of my PC. Uh, it it runs fairly well. And if you know your PC prices, you're probably thinking, wow, you probably paid like 1000 for that or something. I paid $400, which is an absolute steal. Okay? But we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's start with... God, where do we start with PCs? Um. No, no, no. Let's tackle the giant right away price okay so consoles are accessible i already talked about that consoles are super accessible in that their price is low okay a console price is like 400 ps4 was 400 the ps5 is 600 and 600 sounds like a lot but if you work a full-time job you can easily have that console within a month or two right Within like four paychecks, you just set aside some money each time, whatever. So, I mean, price wise, starting out, I said I paid mine for 400, which I did. I paid 400 for my PC and my monitor to go with it. That matches it. 1080p monitor, forget the refresh rate, and it goes with the PC. The PC was technically. 360 pay 40 for the monitor, 400 altogether. But obviously, if you've ever looked at a computer, I need a mouse and keyboard. The mouse that I'm running is the Razer Death Adder Essential, which I believe I got for like 40. And I'm running a Razer keyboard, I forget which one it is, but it's a Razer RGB, and I paid 80 for that, so already. 40, 80, 120. Is that 120? I did really bad math last time. I think that's 120. 400 plus 120, that's 520. It's 520. So on my end, right, before I tell you what I should have paid, on my end, that's a super good deal. I got a fully working PC with the Windows already installed. If I didn't have Windows installed, that'd be another 100. And I just got basically a steal. An absolute steal. If I were to build this PC from the ground up, starting now, I'm just gonna pull up and, and this is This is because of scalping and just people like hoarding things and whatnot. But if I was to get a Nvidia 1660, just the card itself, just the graphics card. Right now, I'm looking at 800 yeah, about $800. You might be sitting there going, holy shit, what? Just the card? Yeah, just the card. You're looking at like $800 right now. That's obviously eBay. If I go to Nvidia itself, let's go to Nvidia itself just to see. Uh Shop all partners. Okay, so NVIDIA itself is a little bit better. And it looks like they're running at retail. Man, they must be really running at retail. Oh, for the 6... It's not even pulling up... Okay, I was just confused. It's only pulling up new gen cards right now. Which is kind of weird. Because I guess this must be retail. Because it's saying the NVIDIA GeForce... RTX 3080 which is a really new card is running at 700 the 3060 ti is running at 399 and 3070 499 but if I check availability I know there's not gonna be any available I'm just gonna do that real quick yep sold out easy sold out done so now I got to go to another site you know eBay Amazon whatever Guess what? I'm gonna be paying like fifteen, maybe fifteen, a thousand five hundred, and I I can guarantee you that I can't. I don't even need to find the actual price because I've already, I've already went through. So the price of the sixteen sixty being around eight hundred makes sense. So right now, if I wanted that card, I'd be paying eight hundred for it just itself. I'm not gonna bother looking up the CPU because it's it's gonna be basically just as bad. Like a normal CPU, if I understand right, like retail, at least the one for my PC, it'd probably be like maybe 150 bucks. I'd probably only find it for a 200 and above, just because of the the market, you know, and how it works. People buy buy out these cards to where nobody can get them, and then they sell it at absurd prices because they can make a profit off of it. So already. Just to build a lower end PC, which is mine, I'd consider it a lower end. It's definitely not anything amazing. It's definitely not even in the 20 series, which has ray tracing. You're already paying $800 just for the card. Another $200, a thousand, another hundred for Microsoft, another hundred for the case, uh, another. However much RAM you want. So we'll put it at like 150. You can never have too much RAM, right? So you're looking at like a $1,500 build. Just to be around a little bit above a PS5. Right? Insane prices. Uh, The best way to combat that. Before I go on into the prices of what a brand new PC would be. Which would be top of the line. Just to combat that. Look at Facebook and look at the marketplace. I got mine from a friend that uh, inherited some money and built a supercomputer and he just wanted to get rid of his. So he just said 400 bucks. But I am seeing, like, there is some hope on the Facebook marketplace because there is, like, some good deals. I have seen, I thought, I think the latest one I saw was a 2060 card a fully built PC with a 2060 card and everything to go with it for like 800 bucks, which at the time right now, that's insane. That's an insane deal. But then I see, and and no shit for people that know PCs and are listening to this. No shit. I have seen PCs with 980 TI cards. The lowest one I saw, which had the most ridiculous price with it was a 480 TI. On my Facebook Marketplace, that have 480 Ti fully built, ready to go. They wanted a thousand two hundred from it. That's the way the market is, right? A forty-eight, a 480 Ti is like. I just want to see what what a 480 Ti can run to give to give that representation of what 480, not four thousand, 480 Ti run. It's not how you is it a four I th- I know it was a four eighty Ti four eighty T I card graphics card. Yeah, AMD R X four eighty let me just pull so R X AMD X, might as well. Built in, whatever, future proof, whatever. Triple A games. We'll meet and play most demanding. Don't tell me that. It's an older card. And with an older card, you're going to get worse graphics you're gonna get worse FPS it's just how it is it it's not gonna run things as well it's trying to sell me one I can't I'm bad at looking things up apparently what can a 480 run my guess is I think Rainbow Six Siege the minimum the minimum you can run Rainbow Six Siege is on a 480. The... Okay, so from a quick read of this, it looks like it can barely run Mass Effect at full. So that kind of gives you the idea. Like, it, it's barely running Mass Effect, which is kind of an older game. So they're selling that for 1200 and you're getting worse than the ps5 probably worse than the ps4 in some cases now if we were to build a supercomputer what kind of prices are we looking at right okay what what kind of prices because i want new i want fast i want great well i already told you the card itself is going to be like 15 okay so the card itself is already a thousand five hundred the motherboard for that card is i think a friend of mine paid like 250 okay so 500 to 250 you're at 750 1750 i think the cpu that had an integrated uh card into it so basically you have two graphics card going the cpu has one to help it run things and i think it has like a 480 in it i don't know man i didn't build one i just had a friend recently build a 3090 build so the cpu i think uh it has a little led screen on it i think he put bought his at like 100 he got like a deal i think he got his at like 200 or 150 i might be completely off but I'm not gonna bother looking it up because it'll take way longer for me to find the actual price. So we're gonna estimate Mate like 200. So 750, 200. We're at 950, a thousand, You buy the RAM, and you want to support that 3090. So you're probably gonna want like 64 uh, gigs of RAM, a minimum maybe. We'll put that at like what's a stick of RAM? What is a stick of RAM? <laughs> cost what's a stick of ram cost i honestly don't know the price of that okay 40 bucks for Corsair vengeance pros all right so you want 64 80 bucks we'll say 80 bucks okay that doesn't get you 64 but we'll just say 80 bucks for the point uh so we're at like 2000 something something some change 2000 and some change we need the monitor right You're running a 3090, I think that's, yeah that's 4K, so you need a 4K monitor, that's like, I'm gonna look it up, just just for the, I think it's like almost $1500 itself, for just a normal 4K monitor, 4K monitor, oh, what? Okay, maybe I'm thinking of like Sony 4k monitors. That was a I swear to God last time I looked at a monitor that was 4k It was like a thousand dollars Maybe I'm just stupid Maybe I'm insane. Alright, so 300 bucks 400 bucks. Sorry Maybe this is just not a good site either. It's a Dell laptop or not laptop monitor Where's like I'll, I'll just go with a Sony Let's go with a Sony. Why is it so hard to find things on Google? All the old people say that, oh, you got Google. You should be able to know everything. Why is that one $8,000? $8, Eighty-six dollars Oh, it's a classroom one. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with four hundred. This ViewSonic is $800. We'll go with $400. Split difference, $2,400. Uh, I didn't include the uh, the storage. Uh, SSDs are kind of cheap. You can get like 8 gigabytes for $150. Bucks. So we're at like $2,500. Uh, keyboard, mouse, we'll estimate about mm, uh, 200 a hundred for the keyboard, a hundred for the mouse, depending on what your style is, how you want to spend it. But if I were to do a new, brand new build, I'd do a hundred for both your headset. Uh, for me personally, I'm running some Nizir, uh, some Razer Nizir Ultimates, and they're like a hundred and eighty. So we're looking at like close to, close to like two thousand six hundred dollars, and that's for a brand new. Brand spanking new. You built yourself completely like nothing better than it at the time. PC. You're going to be able to run a million things, and your PC's not even going to think. It's just going to do it. But you're going to spend $2,600. And that's not to say that one of those parts comes misshipped or it comes damaged. Or when you're putting that PC together. If you don't have somebody build it for you. And we're just going to say like. Building it can be cheaper. So we'll say if you have somebody build it for you. It's like 2400 Take 200 bucks off. Right. Come to my PC building shop. I'll take 200 bucks off of your final price. Whoa. So. I mean if something. If you fuck something up. Or if something comes fucked up. It's going to take months for you to get it fixed. It's going to take more money. If you do it yourself and you fuck up that card, it could take more money. Or if you didn't get the right parts together and you have to buy new ones, it's, it's a terrible situation, right? Like, you're already spending so much money, You, I, I would hope that you never have to run into these problems. But it is something to bring up because that's, PCs are complicated, Right. Even if you get it pre-built, there's still, like, software issues and whether or not, you know, you updated the right thing or just, like, getting it to run in general, stuff like that. You know, there's, there's so many steps to getting the PC set up that you can fuck up that it makes it hard to want to spend that money. But when you spend that money and you get the reward... It it almost kind of, like, clears the air because when you play PC, okay, you will notice the beautiful difference, okay? 1080p itself, right? Now with 4K, people might scoff at 1080p, okay? But 1080p can bring this man to tears. When I'm running... Uh, We'll, we'll say when I'm running something like Arc Survival or Darkest Dungeon and I'm running it at 150 FPS a second and at 1080p, it's it's absolutely mind-blowing of how much nicer it looks. You know, it's like... Some games, it's like, man, I can reach in there and just, you know... Kill the dinosaur itself. You know, if I'm playing Ark, I'm like, damn, I'm right there. I'm right there and with it. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like the difference. And I guess when you sit at a desk and you're closer to the screen, that also helps. When you're sitting on a couch and you're like ten feet, ten thousand feet away from your TV, playing on P- PS4, it makes that difference. But that that's just like. The the benefit of PC is that just games look better, everything feels better, and it's just nice. You know, you ever watch anime in 1080p? Beautiful, wonderful experience. Okay. And that and remember, I'm at 1080p, I'm at 1k. There's still 4K to tackle. If I ever get the chance for 4K PC, you know, like a 4K output, whatever. I don't think I'd ever leave. I don't think it'd ever be turned off. I'd just put in. I'd, I'd put in like a picture of my house and be like, "Yep, I'm in my house. It's so beautiful. It's so accurate." You know, <laughs> that's stupid. That's a dumb. That's a dumb little tangent. But that's the thing. Like that's that's the biggest thing right off the bat. I'm gonna tell you is that if you went to a PC, you're gonna notice that difference and you're gonna be like, "Holy shit!" What have I been doing my whole life, right? Another really big benefit is that for PC, you don't have to pay to play online, right? So you don't got to spend extra money. you just got to buy the game, download it, and you're good to go. And I already talked about this a little bit in the last episode, or the last part, or the first part, is that PCs can be wired directly, and there's no cap to how much download speed there is. You can have 5 gigs of download, you can have 20 megabytes. It'll run it, and it'll run it like a champ, and it's great. Uh, Another thing uh, that I did mention before is the Steam. Steam store, it's, it's easy, it's fun. There's a lot of sales, usually once a week, and there's a lot of games. In fact, any game that you can think of it's on there and and that that rings true that link okay well some like specific games aren't on there fortnite's not on there okay but bear okay bear with me every well, almost every game is on steam and if it's not on steam then it's on another launcher like epic games launcher or origin okay if we want to get technical But, you know, PC basically has every game because PC can run any game possible. So, you know, it's really nice because along with it running every game possible and PC being, uh, I guess, open source, is there's also a lot of indie games out there, unlike on the PS4, where they usually limit, you know, what you can buy. And sometimes what they limit what you could buy is absolute dog shit, and I don't know how it got past PS Plus standards. But. So it, it's kind of nice, you know, when you can go on the Steam store, look at all the indie games people developed and created, and, and play them. Another big thing is the other applications that you can get on PC. And that that's like talking about, like, Discord. Uh, Discord. <laughs> uh, God, there's really not a whole lot of... I thought there was more applications in my mind. But I realized as I look at my desk, it's all video games. Okay, well, to be fair, you get Discord. And if you didn't know, PCs usually have an internet browser of your choice. I use Google. So I guess that's an application, but I, I guess <laughs> let me let me let me talk about Discord, right? So I talked about the accessibility of the PS4 party chats and stuff like that, and how easy it is to make friends. It can be easy to make friends on Discord, but the problem that I run into while I'm playing video games online, right? I was playing Valorant earlier. If I want To friend that person. That I'm playing with. Me and him. Me and her have a really good time. Whoever. It. She. She. Helicopter. We have a really good time together. We're like hey. We want to play with each other again. Don't take that out of context. We can friend each other on. That game usually. If we take Valorant. I can make her a Valorant friend. But. I can't directly. Invite her into discord so it's just that like extra step of where okay now I want to add that person on discord now I have to go and get my discord name that's not just my name it's also got numbers behind it that nobody remembers and I gotta do this and then she's gotta look me up or he I don't know why I'm defaulting to she maybe I'm lonely any she's out there (laughs) Ignore that. Somebody cut that out. Oh my god. Oh wait, I edit these. Fuck. More work. Anyways. Tangents. What can I say? It's just that extra step, right? On PS4, I just click one button. Bam, friend request sent. We're done. On PC, I gotta go through this. I gotta go through that. You know, I can add them as a Steam friend. Whoa. You know, stuff like that. When the main social hub is Discord and there's just not like integrated Discord stuff it makes it annoying at times you know like another game for example is VRChat I I peruse VRChat and it's hard you know to make more more friends through that because oh well let me pull up my Discord and find my name and you know go get a pencil and paper or stuff like that So the accessibility of making friends is a little hindered, you know. Sometimes it's kind of like a big thing because it bothers me. It's like, oh, man, I really like this person that I'm playing with. But what are the chances they look at their Valorant friend invites? And what are their chances that I, like, I made a friend on Valorant yesterday, but we haven't, we probably will never play again together, you know. Because they can't message me. All they can do is invite me. And if I miss that invite. Huh? Well, fuck you I guess. Fuck you goat man. You know. it, But if they were to discord message me. Right. Discord. Discord. If they were to discord message me. I'd be like oh shit. Yeah that's right. I friended you. Right. Same with the PS PlayStation. If I get a PlayStation invite. It's a lot more noticeable. Or if I get a PlayStation message, it's a hell of a lot more noticeable. So, going on from that, since we're trying to make friends on PC, from my experience from owning a PC now, since basically the start of the year to May, I've pretty much, the audience that I'm talking to is a lot more older And sometimes it's older to past me on, like, 30 and up. Sometimes it's older as in, like, my same age. And sometimes, depending on the game, I've noticed with Valorant, there's a lot, quite a few more. There's a lot more younger kids on there, which Valorant is a very low-end game. So it can basically be run on, like, most laptops and stuff like that and be just fine. You know, I I meet, like, younger kids and stuff, and it gets annoying. But overall, the people that I'm playing with are around the same age as me, and it's a lot more of an enjoyable experience because I can sit there and talk with a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old about whatever, right? I talked about this last time. I can't talk to a 12-year-old about whatever. Okay, that's weird. It can be like, hey, Timmy, Timmy the 12-year-old, how's your taxes going, you know? Shit like that, it's like, you know, you're limited to what you can talk about and the kind of conversations you can have when you're playing with more 12-year-olds than you are with people your age. Obviously, that's solved by having friends, but we're just taking this as if you don't have friends, right? And like I said, obviously, they're still there. Obviously, there's always going to be younger kids, but I'm just saying in my experience, I've experienced a lot less of them which is just a big pro for me. Fuck them kids, man. Fuck them kids. No, no, no. But another another big thing is being able to multitask on a PC. So, right now I'm recording, but I also have my browser pulled up. I also have one of my folders pulled up for some reason. I also have I could also have a game running. I can also have whatever running. So right now I got my browser pulled up, I'm watching YouTube while I'm also watching my recording so I can see my audio and stuff, my audio spikes, whatever. So I'm watching YouTube at the same time that I'm recording for this, that you're listening right now, and I'm also actively, as you've already heard, searching things up at the same time. The next thing I can do is if I wanted to increase that more, Because my monitor is running out of screen space. I can add a second monitor. Right? On the PS4 I can't add another TV. And even if you could add another TV. You physically cannot. Cast. I guess if you got an HDMI splitter. But I don't know how. If it would work out. It it probably wouldn't. Because the PS4 only shows one screen at a time. So yeah. you, you You cannot have. The PS4 displaying two screens. Okay. But with a PC I can have. I can have up to as many monitors as my card can handle. Which I think the max I've seen is four. Not on mine. Just like on other people's setups. So I can have four monitors of stuff that I can do. So I can have one monitor playing this game. I can have one monitor playing this game. While my other two monitors has Discord, YouTube... Whatever pulled up and then the last monitor has my taxes, my bank information, my social security, you know, it's insane multitasking that's just nice and handy, regardless of however you look at it, okay? The fact that I can sit here and vibe to some dancing in my room music while recording is just awesome, right? If I was doing this on the PlayStation somehow, I'd be looking at the same screen going insane. Because you can only look at one screen, right? You can only either start a game or you can be on the home screen. So that's really nice, you know? That's just... It's honestly one of my favorite things about having a PC is that I can multitask, right? Another thing that I absolutely love... And I talked about the PS4 having this too, is customization, right? And this kind of goes with, for on the PC side of customization, I can customize my background, I can customize the, the accent colors, everything, right? Uh, one of my favorite things is that with my background, I can literally change it to anything. So uh, there's a sorry there's an app on Steam called Wallpaper Engine, right? Anybody with a PC is probably familiar with it. I can play videos as my my screensaver. And it's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Like I can have videos replaying in the background as my screensaver, you know, if I want it to be hot girls dancing, hooter clothes, whatever. Or if I want it to be awesome military men walking forward, it'll just continually play that. And even some some have music that go with it, sound effects, whatever. Some are interactive. I can have interactive backgrounds and stuff like that, like the Dinosaur Run game. So it's fun, it's fun customiz- customizing, you know? It's fun to be able to do that stuff. Uh... Right now, just for just for reference, my background is a picture of uh, Su Yu Asui from My Hero that is floating in a lake with a lily pad on her head, and it's raining. It's really aesthetic. It's really aesthetic. Right? And then the customizing doesn't just stop from there. If I have a newer-gen PC on the CPUs now, they have little screens that I can put shit on. Right? so i have that the other thing is that no pc tower or case is the same so i can customize my case too right so on the ps4 i can put stickers and stuff on it i can do that but i can't customize the case that it comes in i can't customize all of the internals of it right i can add a back i can add a background and stuff but i can't change the way the background behaves or or give it interactiveness and stuff like that right i can't do any of that i can just change the picture in the background some of them are animated but not to the level of pc the next thing that i can do is i can even get my keyboard and mouse to be synced up with my pc so right now with my background As i'm running it's a razer keyboard i have razer synapse right now my my keyboard lights up in certain spots as the rain falls down right and then my mouse my mouse doesn't do anything the death adder doesn't have any effects which is fine it's just white light whatever but that level is just absolutely like makes me feel like a little kid in a candy shop you know, I'm like, ooh, what, what kind of effect can I put on my keyboard now, you know? I can also, if I went really hardcore, uh, you can sync up LED lights to your PC to match whatever you got going on, whatever theme. And I'm talking like LED lights along your desk, which is something that I did. You can customize your desk yourself. Uh, you can customize the space around your desk. You can customize your monitor There's so many things that you can make personal to you that it turns it from just having a PC to having something that feels unique, right? Obviously, if you're looking to get into PCs, that shouldn't be the only reason you come in. You shouldn't just be like, oh yeah, I can customize and make it all pink. But it should be definitely one of the things you think about of like, Damn, I could really make something look fucking baller. You know? Uh What was I thinking? Oh, yeah, customizability. Uh we already talked about how you can run at full frames. Uh we talked about games. Games itself, like I said, everything's available on the PC. Everything and more. I guess one of the biggest things that I should talk about with the games now is that the with the pc right obviously we should all have an understanding that video games are made on a pc through softwares and stuff by very smart people that know how to run that stuff that also allows other smart people that don't work for those companies to do the wonderful thing called modding okay the modding community is it's terrible it's absolutely terrible but it's absolutely beautiful at the same time it's like watching it's like watching mother nature okay when you watch a lion take down a beast a a yak beast or whatever they're called a yak an animal when you watch an a when, when you watch an animal kill an animal you're like, "Damn, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. I want to save that animal that's getting eaten." But at the same time, you're like, "Shit. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen because I'm watching the circle of life, right? That's what the modding community's like. Okay, you get degenerates that make mods about your favorite NPCs from Fallout committing rather heinous Intercourse with your character, but then you get mods where fallout doesn't just be fallout it now becomes uh the biggest one is tale of two wastelands it It doesn't just end with the normal ending now you have a whole new section that is completely built up from the ground up new content all that kind of stuff right. So that's what I'm kind of getting at. There's your degenerates with modding that just make weird, disgusting things like porn, pornography mods. And then there's the mods that you want to find which make and bring new life into a game, right? Minecraft's one of those. Minecraft is so big because not only is it a huge open box, sand open box game... Sand. Sandbox. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. It's a huge world where you can do anything in. You can build anything in it. But also, you can mod it to anything you want. So over time, we have seen beautiful, amazing, huge mods come out for this game that breathe new life into it for people that have been playing it for 10 years. Right? I play Minecraft for 10 years, and all of a sudden, now I can do more in minecraft right like base game i can do i can build whatever i want but now when i add mods i can throw magic in there i can throw new mobs in there i can throw dragons in there right that's the beauty of pc gaming is that any old game that you play there's a mod for it and any new game that comes out in a couple years or even a couple months there's going to be a mod for it right so if you play the shit out of Last of Us, or you play the shit out of, I will exclude like Battle Royales, Call of Duties, and more online-based games, multiplayer-based games, just just as like uh, before you go, but Call of Duty doesn't have modding. Actually, no, no, actually, Call of Duty Zombies does, because they do make modded zombie custom maps. I remember that. So yes, Call of Duty does get modded. That's just the beauty of it. If there's a game out there, there's probably a mod for it. And that's that's what it's all about, man. Not saying that those games come out and they're dog shit without modding. I'm saying those games come out, they're amazing, and now the modding community is just taking it up a notch. right? And it it gets to a point where some of these modders need to be hired. Okay? Like, some of these mods are so clean and so beautiful that it's like, why the hell aren't they working for a video game company? Okay, why the hell are they wasting their time for free? Right? Because, quote me if I'm wrong, but I'm, in in what I've had for modding, everything that I've modded has been 100% free except for me buying the base game. Okay? I've never paid for a Minecraft mod. Never paid for a Terraria. Never paid for a Fallout. It's all free. Right? So, that's that's something huge. Right? It's like a huge pro. Okay? Is that games get new life breathed into them. Along with them looking good. Hell yeah. Double combo. Wombo. Combo. Something... I guess I think that wraps up just about everything that I know PC personally. So just to kind of like give the list again, cons we're looking at. We're looking at better better graphics, better FPS. Uh, I didn't talk about Discord as much. Discord is just a fun social site, even though it has the con of being a little bit harder to make friends on. It definitely has a lot more accessibility the voice chats, text chats, everything. You can also get Discord on your phone too now. So that's awesome. That's wonderful. And there's just a lot of like hints and easter eggs and things you can do in Discord. So that's kind of pro itself is Discord. Uh another pro like I like we just talked about is modding. 100% a pro. It's absolutely insane. Uh, Another pro is customizability, (laughs) customization, customizing. I I went blank for a second there. Customizing, playing games. PCs are great. Okay. Cons of them? Expensive. Holy mommy Jesus, expensive. Okay. When I upgrade, I hope to be a little rich so that I can withstand that financial. Like, I I don't want to be like Joe King and being like, I'm never going to financially recover. Like, I want to be able to recover, okay? It's harder. It's sometimes harder to make friends. That's another con. Uh, It's a con building them. It sucks. All right? If you're not familiar with building a PC. A lot of people say it's easy i'm gonna tell you now if you're not familiar with electronics don't think that it's easy i'm not familiar and i'm glad that i didn't have to build mine i was going to i was going to do a budget build but i would suggest going pre-built let professional people do it let the smart people do it okay and i think really that's it i guess before, before I kind of wrap it up here, I guess another con is making sure to monitor your PC and its health. You know, I talked about opening up your PS4 once a year. I would open up your PC almost every three months and clean it just because some of the hardware in there can be a little bit more sensitive. And when you're actually running the PC, you need to monitor things like temperature so that you're not frying your hardware right if you think about it like like if you if you have an engine right you monitor your engine's temp because you don't want things to go bad in it it's just like a pc if i'm running my card and overclocking it and i run it up to 130 celsius and then it just stops working well obviously i damaged it you know so I guess there is a level of, like, extra care that you have to learn, but it's not hard to learn, right? It's really easy to pull up what your card's running at, what your PC temp is, and it's really easy to just, you know, fix that issue. So, kind of taking all that into effect, what, what would I rate the PC at? Right now. Honestly, for me, right now, PC gaming is like a 10 out of 10. It gives you the ability to do so much more. And it op- it opens up worlds of opportunities for you specifically in whatever category you want it to open up, right? So for me, like content creation, getting a PC was huge because then I could actually start making content. Like, I can record it easier, and I can I can get the things that I need to record it. If it's gaming, then it's opening you up to beautiful graphics and a plethora of games to play and people to play with. If it's... Hell, even if it's watching, like, TV, anime, movies and stuff and using it for, like... An at-home office, whoops, kind of deal. It's still just a wonderful thing to have because the multitasking. So PC gaming and PC as a whole is a 10 out of 10 for me, right? I gave the PS4 an 8 out of 10. And honestly, thinking on it, I'd take that down to a 7. Because... On a PS4, a PS4 is mainly just built for gaming, but a PC, even if it's built just for gaming, it can be used for anything. Which makes it a 10 out of 10. Now, just for shits and giggles, if you're wondering, well, what would you rate handhelds at? Because you put handhelds there. If we think about the Nintendo Switch, it's super convenient to be able to play anywhere on the go. But it's also a super big letdown. When you're in handheld mode for the Switch and you just suffer through terrible graphics. I mean, (laughs) the best example now that I can tell you is look up Apex on the Nintendo Switch and tell me that you want to buy a Switch for Apex, right? (laughs) You'd be insane to say those words. You'd be like, why would I play Apex on the Switch? It looks bad. And it is bad. It's very bad. It's not good. It's bad. It's bad. Alright. How many times am I going to say it? I'm going to say it a couple more times. It's bad. So handhelds, they're like a 4 out of They're a 5 out of 10. Okay. And that's just because of Pokemon too. Alright. Pokemon's lit. It carries, honestly, it carries it up to the 4. And then it being portable carries it to the 5. Alright, so most of it's just like, if you really like Pokemon, go buy a Nintendo Switch. They're like 400 bucks, but you know, Pokemon. Regardless, if you enjoyed what you're listening to. Hopefully, you like, subscribe, follow, do the things. Follow the medias, the socials, whatever. Hopefully you listened to this and got a little bit of clarity on gaming. On whether or not you want to buy a console or you want to buy a PC. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, What else am I missing? I don't think I'm missing anything. Again, have a great night or day and we will hopefully catch you how many times did I just say hopefully? Like seven times. Holy shit. I'm trying to think of a different. It would be a pleasure to see you in the next one. That sounds a little cheesy. Hopefully you'll catch. God damn it. There's the hopefully again. All right. We'll catch you guys later. This was Night CJ. And, uh, bye!